Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 165 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Libraries podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I'm your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Maracle. Jacob, what a pleasure to see you yet again. Michelle, I feel the same except <laughs> double, let me tell you. Wow, that's what, excellent. You know what else? Man, we have got some hot mics today, man. What's what up with is that? going on? Wait, we, let's do a test for our listeners. Okay, so it's... Can you tell what these things are? Because for some reason, the mic seemed to be picking up everything today. Like, listen. Yep, that's yep. just some paper. How about this one? That is, li- my goodness gracious. Ready? Here, here's a good. <laughs> this is like one of those, what's that called? ASMR videos now? Yeah, we're, we're getting some <laughs> Foley work in. So you're gonna, you might hear some background noise, everybody. We don't know, understand why our mics are turned up to I'm, 11 I'm, today. But. I'm wild with my tea, though. There's, I'm going to try to really not sip. That's probably disgusting. <laughs> Miss, Michelle's going to try to not sniff. I'm going to try not <laughs> sniffle. It's, we're going to try, and it's not going to work. It's really it's really not. Now I moved all my papers. Um, but, yeah, what's going on in the world? Is there anything we need to talk about? Anything uh, interesting happening? Are we just going to no, get right yeah, you know, to the it, cool stuff? Yeah, no, nothing good's going on. Let's jump right into the good stuff. So... I mean, A, it feels like fall today. Look at me with my long shirt, almost sweater. Oh, I get to bust I'm between out. shirt and sweater. I'm getting to wear fleeces again. It's almost scarf weather. You know I'm happy. You know you're buffalo people when you're excited about it. We can't help it. We don't want it to be freezing. Nope. We but can hit, geez, this is nice. If we can hit with the 50s and upper 60s, that, that's what we're talking about. Man. Ooh, yeah. The and future. it's the best time of the year <clears throat> because it's when... We get the good movies. All the good stuff, guys. Movies continue to return to theaters, which is awesome. And some of our most popular heroes, I think, of all time. So James Bond, Neo and Trinity, um, a new group of Ghostbusters are all set to return this fall. Um, and you could feel free to go to theaters, too, people. I've gone recently myself because I had to go check out my new Marvel movie, as always is the case. And, you know, it's actually not that bad. I wore a mask through the whole movie, even though I'm vaccinated. It's it was not fine. that bad, but honestly, people were talking and mm. yeah, I mean, th- they really do ruin it. Can Why can't I'm like, can you just like I, have security come in a little more and just be like, hey, you? Can, why do people not know you cannot have a full discussion during a movie? I did kind of wonder that because there were a whole group of people in front of like a couple of rows ahead of me just chatting away I, during most of them. I'm like, good thing I'm behind you or else I'd be horribly mad. I'm like, I want to stay home. No, again. that's very frustrating. But, you know, the, the backlog from the pandemic means that we're getting not one but two films from Ridley Scott. Mm-hmm. That's what's coming up. Chloe Zhao um, will apply her new Oscar-winning eye from Nomadland to a comic book movie, which oh. is fascinating to me. Yeah, put those two together. Um, and then some major titles like The Tragedy of Macbeth, starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand, mm-hmm. and directed by Joel Cohen. Without his bro. His brother is, according to the trades, retired, possibly? It, very interesting. That hadn't hadn't settled on dates um, by the time that we put this list together. Um, so expect to see it soon, but oh, I don't think they the, know exactly when that one's coming out. It's coming out soon because the trailer dropped, and boy, oh boy, just I get, take my money now. I am, at the, I am there day one on that. There day. is some good stuff. Also, side note, because Jacob said trailers, we love to put in little clips for movies, a little bit of the trailer to give you an idea, but... So there's two things that's going on with trailers. Number one, a lot of these films are extremely visual. Mm-hmm. So you, you're not getting anything. Like two minutes of the trailer is just shots, you know, cuts of beautiful scenery yeah. and stuff like that. So that's not going to help. And number two, they're kind of, um, as Jacob called it, the Christopher Nolan cuts where they're – 
maybe not showing you as much, but they'll be like, here's a sentence, and then here's 30 seconds of music while they show you things, and then here's Wham. a non-correlating one. Wham. Yeah. Wham. Exactly. A lot of that. So we couldn't really find things that are cohesive, so we're going to skip the trailers today, and we're just going to do some short descriptions of a lot of stuff that's coming up. This is your time. Go get your pen and pencil. We'll wait. Do you get it? Yeah, they better. Did you get it? Do you have paper? More than I know it's 2021. Everybody just has pen and paper sitting right there. Do you have your hand. notes app open there? That's <laughs> 2021 because there's a lot of good stuff coming that you're going to want to make note of. So let's get into it. Let's you, jump into it. Yes. The first one I want to talk about is a film called The Guilty. Oh, that sounds familiar. So it's Antoine Fuqua, the oh. training day director. And then that weirdo, that Nick um, Piz- Pizzolatto. Oh, He's the guy who yes. wrote for True Detective. Yeah, True Detective season one, the good one. Exactly. Um, This is a remake of a Danish film from 2018. It is Jake Gyllenhaal, so I'm sold, um, plays a 911 operator scrambling to respond to an emergency call. We've also got Peter um, Sarsgaard is in it. Like like that. Um, Yeah, and it just... It, it looks good. Like watching the trailer, the first like minute, you're already really, really tense. This is coming. This actually came out. What the heck's the date today? Um, today it is the 23rd. Okay, right? so it comes out on the 24th. So by the time you're listening, that film is in theaters, and then October 1st, it's on Netflix. Oh, it's gonna be a good one, guys. Like it does. It looks really, really interesting. And then the next one I'm gonna bring up is called "I'm Your Man." I try to say that to Michelle all the time, and then Andrew's (laughs) always throwing stuff at me. This is actually accurate. The question is, what if you lived with an anthropoid robot designed to be your ideal match? Oh. And what if he were played by Dan Stevens? Wait, hold on. Dan Stevens, you say? Oh, yes. Before, I was like, I don't know about that. We're talking about Mr. Crowley himself. Like, you know Mr. Crowley himself. I'm I'm, I'm into it. It's like a science fiction tale where a woman, I think she's like a journalist, and she's... Um, trying to study that they make these robots as an ideal match. So they're like, well, to really write a good article, have you fill the thing out. We'll make your ideal match. Oh. And it happens to be Dan Stevens. It's this like, is cool. in it's, that's, theaters that's also September 24th. I feel like a lot of women uh, had that feeling with Dan Stevens. Like, Dan Stevens will be your perfect match, even if he's in a robot body. Correct. <laughs> I mean, it's not even a question. Correct. <laughs> Love me some Dan Stevens. And, Jake and he always does really weird movies. He does, so man. That Beauty that and makes the Beast. it interesting. Oh, I can't. I can't remember the name of it. He did this Netflix horror movie like two years ago. Are you talking about the guest? No, he did oh. another one. And oh, it was did he? Crazy dude. Just, oh, I saw it. It was actually awful. It was awful, but it was nice and crazy. So you know, I can't remember the name of it. But that was the pits. And he was, <laughs> and he was the beast in Beauty and the Beast. Well, another fun one. That's like his most mainstream. I feel, but there's a couple to get you started. Mine are all gonna go chronologically because I care about you. Yeah, I'm gonna be all over the place because well. I'm a little indifferent. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. At least you're honest. We appreciate that about no, no you. No problem, guys. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. Don't worry Okay, about it. what you got? How right. many of them are superheroes? Only a, f- only a few. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm going to go with two right off the bat because we are in fall. We're in horror movie season, so I'm going to bust out a couple of horror All movies right. for you right off the bat here. The first is already out, so you can go check it out in theaters or on HBO Max. That is James Wan's Malignant. Michelle, have you seen this movie? No, but look at me writing it down because you know I do spooky in October. What a crazy movie. So it is a monster movie question mark about a lady who's dealing with like a ghost apparition that's following her around and making her life crazy. I say it like that. 
that is not what this movie is. That is what it is trailered as. It's kind of like a giallo Italian horror movie where mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of atmosphere. Michelle, when I tell you that the end of this movie, the last 40 minutes is some of the craziest twist and stuff that I have seen in a okay. horror movie in years. I literally like both laughed and was like, no way, and was enjoyed when they told you what the twist was. It is fabulous. I like that. James Wan, one of the best directors in Hollywood, directed the highest grossing Fast and Furious movie. He came out of the Saw franchises. He did Dead Space or Dead, um, the puppet movie. I can't remember what the last part, Dead Silence. Oh, I was um, like, hmm. This movie looks great. It is wild. Michelle, you need to go watch this I thing. will. I'm going to do it. You're going to send me a message afterwards like, what was that? Cool. It is fabulous. All right. The other one, of course, Halloween Kills. Coming out, the sequel to the Halloween sequel reboot. Genuine question. Yes. Didn't they kill him in the last one? They explained it right away in the trailer. Okay. So, I didn't even watch the trailer. The, the last one ends with uh, Michael Myers being trapped in a house, being set on fire. This one starts with the firefighter showing up, putting out the fire. And he's not there. Oh, he's there, all right. Because then he goes and massacres about 20 firefighters. Oh, no. Th- this is in the trailer, so they don't even try to hide that this okay. is going down. It is such a great little continuation. Okay. This is a sequel to the Halloween movie that came out in 2018, and which would make it technically the third movie because only the first Halloween movie counted, and then the second two, everything after that didn't. Okay. The timeline's complicated. The, the reboot there was good. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be in this one. This one, they're not even bothering with setup. This is just Michael Myers is out there They're like, this is people. just murder. Yeah. Yay, the, murder. <laughs> this is the Michael Myers turned Jason movie that we've been waiting for. Okay. It's going to be out um, first week of October on both theaters, and it's going to be on Peacock. So you get a chance if you have I Peacock. I have Peacock. Michelle. This is me you're talking about. You got Peacock. You just oh, got you just yes. got to ask for the thing. Oh, cool. Okay, um, I'm gonna watch both of those. God, oh, I love you, Jacob. Oh yeah, but like, it looks so fantastic. Uh, this um, horror movie nonsense is going on, and I am here for if it. If you're if you're into that, he's got your back. Um, okay, here's a couple. First, this is a documentary. Oh, this title. It's called Pharma Bro. Oh boy. But we're going to know why in a minute. I already know who this is about. Of course you do. So this is from director Brett Hodge, and he tries to understand Martin Shkreli. But boo. 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 Forever. This is the former pharmaceutical executive who was sentenced to seven years in prison for fraud. Perhaps you remember him from his infamous of gouging of drug prices. Mm -hmm. And for just being the worst little turd in the world this is the, he's got the kind of face where if you sucker punched him the police would arrest him be like you got that face you made it's, that guy punch you in it's that. true oh, also the worst guy um he was memorably remember he was accused during the jury selection process of having disrespected the wu-tang clan that was one of my favorites the <sighs> world never disappoints and then he bought the that wu-tang helmet they only made one copy the of the gold one yeah it was like i'm not gonna ever let anybody see and it. then when the people are like do you have any regrets and he's like yeah i wish i would have raised the prices higher I, the one th- and we're talking like pills that went from like eleven dollars to three hundred and up per pill for literally no Monster. reason other to make money. So that's gonna him. you're gonna hate watching that. But There's no doubt about it. You're gonna like be like, oh, hate him. But those I think make the best documentaries. Oh, yeah. But dude's in jail now. He's gonna be there for a while. Probably didn't have any money going in. Lost, I sure hope not. The government took the Wu Tang album away from him and sold it to somebody else, which that's, I think is fabulous. Right. So that's coming October fifth, and that's on demand. And then um, I want to talk about Bergman. Island. That's uh, okay. one coming out. Um, Is that the Seventh Seal where that movie was made? 
That's I, a that's a seventy year old movie reference, everybody. I could not. That's a tough movie to. It's a horribly rough movie to watch. To to get through, um, it seems they have like a kind of direct tribute to um, Igmar Bergman. Makes but, sense. And this is a story of this couple. Um, I'm not sure the actress. You know, Vicky Creeps. No. Creeps, and then but it has Tim Roth. I know Tim Roth. We love Tim Roth. Back in the MCU, thanks to Shang Chi. Oh boy! And <laughs> they move into Bergman's home on the Swedish Isle uh, Island of Faroe. Which is actually something that you can do. You can move into Ingmar Bergman's home. Um, I don't really like chess. But the the Creeps character is writing a screenplay that we kind of watch take life. And then Mia Wysokowska plays um, her protagonist, who's also a filmmaker. Um, It looks like it's kind of like a couple is going away, trying to repair some things. And then as she's writing the screenplay, I feel like she's creating this other world um, mm-hmm. I think Tim Roth and this younger Maya Wysikowska, like, uh-oh, gets a little complicated. So, something's going on there. So it looks like a really great um, character piece. Okay. An excellent drama, if that's what you're going for. It doesn't have to be all scary and weird stuff. I feel bad because back in the day I used to confuse uh, Tim Roth and James Woods between each other because they wow, kind of, they kind really? of have, the, they have the same face. They got that bulbous nose, that leathery dress. I can't skin. agree that they have the same face at all. But I was a humongous Tim Roth fan for a while. Like, he was my top actor. So for me, very it's fine. different. I, yeah, I used to like James Woods, too, until I, you know, Twitter wasn't created and I was able to find out what that guy's really like. And it's, I'm like, It no, was better when you. we couldn't know what anyone thought. What a better world it, we it were was. in. I don't need to know your personal thoughts. And I could just enjoy your acting. And now yeah. it's... Still love him on The Simpsons, but... Still great. <laughs> Ooh, a piece of candy. Ooh, a piece of candy. Still, well, that's family guy, but it's still fabulous. All right, let's get more. I'm so pumped. All right, so let's go with some iconic characters on these next two. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready, Michelle? Do it. Are you ready? Hang on, ready, let me... Ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, number Hang one Hang on, let here. me get a sip of tea. Oh. They, we, she, sipped, she sipped that across the room, everybody. <laughs> All right, so number one, we got... Uh, no Time to Die, the last <gasps> Daniel Craig James Bond movie. Ooh, 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 ooh. This movie, excited. This movie was supposed to come out from beginning of last year, but, you know, some stuff happened and they had to... I don't remember. Move yeah, on. Some stuff went <laughs> on. Uh, they had to keep moving it, Ben. But two years later, it is coming out, ladies and gentlemen. The final Daniel Craig James Bond movie. The longest James Bond movie. So bring a pillow and a blanket. How long is it? Two hours and 45 minutes. Okay. It is. But if it's great, I'll be happy for that. It looks like it's going to be fabulous. So if you haven't seen the trailers for it, it looks like they're doing an adaptation of Dr. No, if all the the rumors are correct. That's who Rami Malek is supposed to be playing. Uh, It plays James Bond's been retired for a while after the events of Spectre. Uh, There's a new 007 running around played by, I forget her name, Naomi something. <clears throat> like she's like the new female James Bond or 007, not really James Bond. And oh, is it the, that beautiful blonde woman that he loves? No, no, it's a different one. It's oh, okay. uh, like an African African British lady. I'll see. See, I did that. Okay. Um, but she's gonna play the new Bond in this one. Um, but he gets called back into action when again his past is coming back to haunt him as the villain has some revenge for James Bond that he has to get in. It looks awesome. What's the that stunt absolutely work? stunning woman's name that's in it? From um in the last one? No, no, no. That's in this one. She's from Knives Out, and she's like the most beautiful girl. Oh, it's that's Anna de Armas. Is that that's it? That that's was? it. Anna Anna de Armas. Yeah, the one. She who, is. She is gorgeous. Holy cow! And she's got a brain on her because she dumped Ben Affleck. So <laughs> Stop. 
stop. That's an insult to J-Lo. How dare you? Well, J-Lo apparently is colorblind because she can't see that Phoenix tattoo on his back. J-Lo, what are you doing? Keep going. You know what? I don't, I'm going to make myself upset. But anyways, uh, yeah, new James Bond movie coming out. It looks awesome. Daniel Craig's out after this one, so it's going to be part of a... Uh, it's going to be a legendary movie, everybody, so come check that bad boy I out. I can't wait. And other um, immortal characters that are coming in, we got the Tony Soprano prequel, Many oh, Saints yeah, of Newark, do. which actually comes out tomorrow as well. I don't know if it's on Max tomorrow or next week, probably tomorrow if I had to guess. But if you don't know what this one is, it is the story of Tony Soprano, played by James Gandolfini's son, who looks so much looks like him. He looks so Gandolfini. much like him. And from every all the word, he's actually a good actor, surprisingly. Like, his movie, he's supposed to be really good in this one. And they're really focusing on his uncle, right? Yes. Like that's who the main... St- that's Christopher's dad. Yes, the okay. one who was a big deal on the uh They the bring Sopranos. up all the time on the show, but yeah. we didn't know who he was. I mean, was. it's not a spoiler alert. They tell you on the show. This dude's dead when yeah. The Sopranos comes around, but he's a big deal in the mafia. We're going to find out why. Find out what Tony did. Another thing they bring up, why he got into the mafia and what he did to make a name for himself in the first place. Uh, it's, set, it's a prequel, so it's set like in the 70s um, time when he's a teenager. Oh, it looks so It looks good. cool. I mean, they've got his mom in there. Um, Vera Farmiga's playing his mom. What perfect casting that is because she looks and sounds just like her. She does, and she can play nasty. Oh, absolutely. Uh, reviews are coming in on this, people. It is four or five stars across the board. They're saying cool. that it not only works as if you like The Sopranos, it works independently as well, its own mobster movie. I hope. I mean, it's been a million years since I've watched The Sopranos, so like, I don't remember anything, so I hope that I'm still like – into it and that I remember the characters because I really don't. I mean, I remember Paulie and a lot of the Silvio and stuff like that. So hopefully that's all I really need to know because who can retain all that? I mean, it's both because Gandolfini died, they couldn't make that after the Sopranos movie, which is probably Mm -hmm. what they want to do. But what a smart way. Just go back. Everybody knows the story. You could have all new characters. You could say whatever you want. You could have multiple of these movies leading into the Sopranos. Also, I watched an interview with the creator of that show, and that dude, if he's not a gangster, then I don't know anything. Oh, I know. He seems like such an actual gangster. I love it. It's it's fabulous. (laughs) Um, But Many Saints in Newark, everybody, go check it out. I'm going to be watching it day one. I'll tell you that, man. Oh, yeah. There's so many. Okay, these two. Don't stop believing in it, everybody. (laughs) <laughs> These next two might be my most excited besides James Bond, of course. So the right, first one is The Last Duel. Oh, okay. Is what was Barry Lyndon again? Is that what we're diving back into here? Barry Lyndon? Uh, so you talk about random. Did I miss a joke? No, it was a bad move. Bad Kubrick movie, bad joke. Let's move okay, on. Okay, move on. So <laughs> this is the first of the two Ridley Scott pictures this season. This is based on a true story from the Hundred Years Hundred Years War. Um, Matt Damon plays a knight whose wife, Jodie Comer, yes, oh. accuses a squire, Adam Driver, of oh, rape. Oh, Adam Driver. We could talk. I got some stuff to talk to you about Adam Driver after Of course. The show. So this accusation is untimely settled by a duel. Um, it's really wild. It's not exactly the sort of material that you would expect to reunite the screenwriters of Goodwill Hunting, but we've no. got Damon and Ben Affleck. Um, along with Nicole Holofencer, I'm not probably, I'm not, I don't think I did nail it at all, but they're credited with this adaptation, um, from the book by Eric Yeager. This is October 15th in theaters. And like I said, it looks awesome. Jody Comer is amazing. When Matt Damon brings it, he can, we forget he is fantastic. We all love Adam Driver. I'm not even totally sure why, but we're all obsessed with him. It's all three of them, man. They've been killing it lately. The only thing is Ben Affleck's hair I'm worried about. I'm hoping it doesn't take me out of the film because every time I see the trailer, I'm like, what's up with that hair? Um, (laughs) I hope he's not doing an accent too. That would be even worse. 
There is a movie I was going to talk about called Needle in a Time Stack, but I can't get over how much I hate the that's title terrib- of that. That's a terrible title. It's the most garbage title ever, so I'm not going to talk about you, but I'm going to talk about... Uh, uh, my number one is Dune. Oh, boy. It's finally... That's going to be the one I feel like is going to take you back to theaters, man. Happening. I think you're going to go. Oh, I will be there. This is um, obviously Frank Herbert's very complicated sci-fi um, series of books. I feel like it's mostly going to be based on the on the first one. Oh, it's, it's it's based on the first half of the book. They've already explained that. I've heard big complaints that, like, why didn't you film one and two at the same time like they did Lord of the Rings? Oh, yeah. Well, Which is always a good sign. That means that people liked it so much, they're like, why is there not already a second one? <laughs> yeah, and uh, Villain Away is, looks at him is like, because that would be $700 million. Is that how you say it? I have no idea. It's, oh, it's something French-Canadian, so it's... Denis Villeneuve, I always once, say. Once Jordan, like, years ago on our second episode or something, said he was French-Canadian, it screwed up my whole pronunciation. Well, name. it's directed by Denis Villeneuve. Um, you might remember him from his last film. Was, was the last one Blade Runner? 2049? Yes, Blade Runner 2049, which I, was awesome. He's fantastic. Um, he, the, the trailer is gorgeous. It's just like saturated with everything you want to see. We have Timothy Chalamet as the protagonist, Paul Atreides. Um, Zendaya is popping in there. Oscar Isaac. It seriously looks fantastic. If you like the book, or if you just, I'm like, I was gonna say, if you're just a sci-fi fan, but if you're a sci-fi fan, you've read Dune. Yeah. I feel like it's impossible that you've made it this far and you haven't. This is coming into theaters October 22nd. You will see me there. Um, It will be on HBO Max. That's where I'll have to watch it again when I miss things in the theater because a, I have to get up and pee, and because b, I get. People are talking and I'm distracted. This definitely seems like a movie you want to go see in theaters, everybody. Because that's looks, just it. This is an IMAX heavy. for yeah, sure. Oh, it better oh come God, to yeah. IMAX. I will be there. I will leave half deaf but totally smiling. Yeah, go check it out, everybody. The first go it's finally for, time yeah. for Dune. We got to remake that original, guys, and they did. And the w- words are coming out. Yeah, they all saying it looks fantastic. Good news because of the hybrid release, it looks like this pretty much guarantees that the second one will get greenlit because yeah. the box office is not going to be blamed on the movie. So well, that's always interesting. That's one thumbs up the past couple of years. Good movies that didn't make any money are getting sequels. So All right. Let's see. We have so many more. We're, we're we got some time. We got some time. We'll, we'll get through them. All right. Speaking of sequels, Uh-oh. I got two more for you. Two more. First one. The King's Man, which is another prequel sequel to those Kingsman movies that I loved ever oh, so I much. Oh, I know you love them so much. So this one basically revolves around uh, a prequel to the Kingsman movies, um, the Matthew Vaughn comic book, awesome actioners that are more, way more violent than anybody ever expected them mm. to be. So this one basically is about mm, 50, 60 years before that one goes down, and it covers all of the villains in the world. I believe Rasputin may be one of them because that's the kind of stuff they do in this movie, (laughs) are uniting to try to take down the world again. And the only one that could stop him is the the king's specific man, the guy who starts the Kingsman organization in the first place. We get to find out how it starts. That's all I got, because there's not a lot of description on the internet. Do you think it'll be as successful without Colin Firth and the Terran guy? I think it I think it's going to be as successful as the last one, which, you know, was about the first one. I think they're going to have the same level. I do think it's probably about time to wrap this series up, so I think it's good okay, that they're ending with this third okay. one. Um, the Kingsman movies, I didn't expect how good that first one was, and it was just awesome. That second one did not disappoint. These are just mindless actioners. If you want to go see stuff get destroyed in awesome and spectacular ways, have fight scenes in churches where 50 people die in stylish ways that they're still um, copying to this day. 
Go check it out, everybody. I think The King's Man is going to be fabulous. And I think it's got Ray Fiennes in there, so you can't go wrong with that. You really can't. Ten bucks, he's the bad guy. Almost I mean, he it. should be. He plays a wonderful bad guy. He does, he does. As long as he has his nose, they don't have to worry about copyright infringement and everything. <laughs> the other one, here's the big one, Michelle. The Matrix Resurrections. Oh, I am boy. actually super pumped. Did although I don't trailer? have any memory of how the trilogy ended because I hated the third movie so much. I think I've completely blocked it out. Oh, so the third one ended with, uh, you know, if you got, spoiler alert for a 20-year-old movie here, <laughs> everybody. Um, Neo gives his life to uh, reboot the Matrix as he lets Agent Swift take him over, and that allows the machines to insert the reset program into the Matrix, and humanity and the robots decided they're going to live side by side. So that's how the last one ended. Oh. This one... Go ahead and figure this one out. Trinity and Neo are both still alive and uh, both have aged. Have aged and are hooked back into the Matrix. So yeah, I saw the trailer and I was like, "Ooh, I can't even under." And they have no memory of it. No memory. They. Oh, and by the way, can we just say what a use of uh, White Rabbit, man? That is a great way to use that song, the original one. It is, but then they did something. So I was like, "Oh, another White Rabbit tattoo!" Like they're really mm. kind of well, doing the way the it same looks like. Is they're, they're flat out copying the original movie. It well, looks it looks like. like that guy's supposed to be Morpheus, yeah. but young. And oh, and then they got um, the girl from one girl from Game of Thrones is in there playing the new Neo, which is guys. This movie's going to be a mind bender. Basically, the original Neo's coming back. Keanu Reeves is back in action, looking only how Keanu Reeves can look in this movie. Um, I can't wait to find out. The it's super- only the one Wysokowski sister, though, right? It's yes, not both only the of one. them. Only Lana, I think. Okay. It also looks like, if you pay attention to the trailer, The Matrix is a movie within The Matrix, baby, because they definitely show like shots, footage from the original movie in this movie. So go figure that one out. Okay. It, guys. It's coming to HBO Max. It's coming to theaters in December. It's going to be the big um, Christmas movie. Go check it out. I don't even need to sell it anymore. It's going to be awesome, man. Go, All right. go check it out. Okay. Uh, we're. I'm just looking at this great list. So I'm going to do even quicker here. I have to mention, if you've seen the trailer for the new one, The Harder They Fall. No, I haven't. This is um, like a Western of okay. sorts. Idris Elba, oh, you have, I'm in there. right, plays a prisoner sprung from captivity on a train. Um, we've got Regina King and Lakeith oh. Stanfield play gunslingers. It looks dude. super cool. It looks like the finally we're getting like the black western. You just sign me up with that cast. I don't I, even need anything Absolutely. Else. The trailer you just watched, I watched like the first 40 seconds was like click off. I already know I'm sold. No spoilers. This is October 22nd in theaters, November 3rd. It will be on your Netflix though. And then um, I want to mention the film Passing. Mm-hmm. This looks very, very interesting. And I have to because it has your girl in it. This is an oh. adaptation of a 1929 novel okay. by Nella Larson. It has Tessa Thompson. My girl. Yep. She plays a Harlem woman who encounters an old friend, Ruth Nega. Okay. Oh, I like Ruth Nega, too. Very much. Who has been passing for white. So it's kind of this whole time period of, you know, them meeting oh, okay. and her being like, oh, you pass for white. She's married to Alex, um, Alexander Skarsgård, oh, who dude. thinks she's white. See, hitting a that's, home run there, man. That's going to fall apart. Looks really great. October 27th in theaters, but if you wait till November 10th, it'll be on Netflix. Man, that's and then just such good me, stuff. What else you got? And then Spencer. Now, this is going to be tough for you. For me? Okay. But it it's very interesting. I don't know how I feel. This is by the Chilean director Pablo Larraín. He did Jackie. Okay, I like that movie. Very good movie. Spencer is 
kind of taking a similar approach to imagining the world of Princess Diana during okay. a Christmas holiday um, as a potential divorce from Prince Charles looms. Diana is played. Are you good? Are you ready? I'm worried for you. All right, I'm ready. What we got? By Kristen Stewart. But but <laughs> she looks amazing. I think it's the weirdest casting ever. I know the world's obsessed with her. I know the world thinks she's the best actress ever. And sometimes she's good. But man, sometimes I think she's bringing the same thing all the time. And I don't yeah. know what I'm missing. But she looks amazing. Just Google what she looks like in the film. She looks just like her. I don't know. It could be great. It could you know, be a mess. I don't know. I'll, I'll give her a chance, man. I checked out that movie um, uh, Underwater where she liked the, like a Thulu underwater movie. And that, yeah. was, that was all right, man. So right, She I'll has her, her moments. You, this is going to be November 5th in theaters. Check out the trailer. Jacob, what do you have? And then I'm just going to do two more when yeah, you're done. I got some quickies we can get through. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is the third movie in the Ghostbusters sequel. Um, it is a sequel to the second That trailer hit my nostalgia so hard. Oh, my God. Everything about it. Stars, stars Paul Rudd, one of the kids from Stranger Things. It's just following on from the original two Ghostbusters movies. Ignore that reboot. Doesn't matter. Doesn't count. So this one's just going to be. I never saw it. <laughs> so Egon's dead. Something goes on with his family, like his grandkids, find this old uh, farm that he bought. In the middle of in the Midwest, they're trying to find out what's going on, and all of a sudden, when they get there, and after Egon's gone, there's these earthquakes and ghostly shenanigans going on. Ghostly shenanigans. Here's the thing that's fascinating. There's two trailers. Okay, there's the one that came out maybe a year ago, mm -hmm. and then they put one out like a month ago. These trailers have such different tones. Yeah, they do. Like crazy different. So if you watch the most recent trailer, it really hits the nostalgia. It feels like that Stranger Things vibe. Definitely. Whereas yeah. the other trailer, I was less interested. So I'm I'm a little nervous. You know, like is it going to be like the second trailer? Is it going yeah. to be like the first trailer? So we'll just have to wait and see. The second trailer does make you actually want to see the movie, which is, you know, which is it good. It really so. did. I was like, "Oh, this looks awesome." And then I watched the first one and I was like, mm, "Maybe." Uh, all the original cast confirmed to cameo at some point. So Ernie Hudson Everyone? Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray, and Dan Aykroyd all said they got cameos in here for a little bit. And, and it's, like, directed by Jason Reitman. Jason Reitman, like, yeah. Like, come on, that's adorable. So, you know, it's going to be good, people. It's going to be worth checking out. And the last one, uh, the Chloe Zhao directed The Eternals. I knew you. I was like, how has he not mentioned it yet? I can't believe Disney hit the lottery with this one. They had her film this movie before Nomadland and then gave her money to make Nomadland. Nomadland comes out first, even though it wasn't supposed to, wins an Oscar, and now they get to release this with Academy Award winning director as all the marketing it stars two of our Game of Thrones characters. We got Jon Snow and Rob Stark showing up in this one. We got uh, Angelina Jolie's going to be in this movie. Um, Kumail Nanjiani's in here. It's a Marvel movie, everybody, so you know what it's going to be, but it explains who our new most powerful superheroes are. It also has are. the Stark brothers, which I love that. Oh, yeah, yes. Uh, Rob and uh, they're both going to be in here. Kit Rob Harrington. and John. Come on, man. That's amazing. Kit Harrington set up to be a big part of the Marvel Universe future going ahead. Interested to see Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't up. usually see the superhero movies, but I'm tempted. I mean, you get your Game of Thrones reunion. That's good that's, enough to That's mostly what's bringing bit. me in. <laughs> so, you know, go check it out, guys. If you're an MCU fan, you kind of have to go because uh, it's going to be a big part of the story going forward. So, everybody, go check it out now. Okay. These last two, I think, are going to be our, the biggest movies of 2021. Oh, boy. So excited. Go. Number one, House of Gucci. 
Oh, okay. I got to guess what it's about, but I do not know anything about it, really. You don't? No. Amazing. We've got some combined star wattage here of oh, Lady boy. Gaga, okay. Adam Driver. Oh, here we go again. Al Pacino and a heavily made up Jared Leto. But he, we forget that he, he's acted at times. Yeah, it's he's like not always careful, there. Jared Leto. It promises to be at least as exciting as any of the intrigue, you know, in, in like a true crime thriller. It's all, right. all here. So Gaga is playing Patrizia Reggiani, who in 1998 was convicted of ordering the murder of her ex-husband, the fashion heir, uh, Maurizio Gucci, who's played by Adam Driver. Which, uh, again, okay, good casting. I remember this being a big story when I was a kid. Oh, my a gosh. It was a deal. huge story. It looks great. Man, the tireless Ridley Scott is just showing us how it all went down in this film. He's putting in work these days. He's definitely putting in work. This is November 24th in theaters, and it just looks theatery. Like, the fashion's going to be totally wild. We're talking Gucci here. Um, and then the most exciting one of all is Don't Look Up. Um, after sending up the global financial crisis... We've got uh, The Sounds Big familiar. Short and Dick Cheney vice director, Adam McKay. He turns his uh, very satirical eye to a, a less serious target, something really minor, a global catastrophe. Yeah, no big, deal. No we big get, deal. We get those every couple of years now. And this is as astronomers Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence try mm -hmm. to alert the world of an approaching comet. Meryl Streep is president. Jonah Hill is working for her. I mean, there's there's a million stars. Every time they show a clip, I was like... Yeah, a new person showing an, up. Another person is in there. Guarantee you Adam Driver's in this movie. Guarantee so, it. Somewhere. He's an popping un up. uncredited role. This is December 24th on Netflix. Oh, wow. Wild, right? It really explains why they took out like $9 billion in loans. They are putting in all the money in they these movies. They are putting it in, and I think yeah. they're going to earn it back. Okay, very exciting fall. Oh, I'm so excited. Jacob, plug us up. So not only are they coming in theaters, eventually everything that we talked about here on All Booked Up is going to be coming to your local library. Eventually. We got 37 branches all throughout Erie County, so stop on by, say hi, say, hey, what's new? We'll be like, it's right over there. You'll be like, thank you. <laughs> we'll be all good to go. <laughs> Don't forget to visit our website at www.buffalolib.org or to uh, follow us on Twitter at AllBookedUpPod and let us know which movies are dragging you back to theaters today. Yeah, we would really like to know that. Here are some fun movie facts. You know, The Matrix Code, timely, comes from sushi recipes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So all three of the Matrix films, they open with that same kind of like digital one, rain. 1001. One, one. Yeah, it's like a vertical line of code streaming down the screen to represent this virtual environment. Um, the man behind this iconic code, Simon Whitley, is a production and concept designer who revealed the origins of this. Um, he's like, I tell everyone that it's made out of Japanese sushi recipes because he explained that he scanned the characters from Japanese cookbooks that his wife owned. Huh. And That's that awesome. is what, yeah, so you're actually looking at sushi recipes. Let me, let me get that dragon roll code, man. Let me get that code. <laughs> Without that code, there's no matrix. Um, did you know that O.J. Simpson was almost cast as the Terminator? I did know that. And boy, talk about what ifs, huh? Well, James Cameron did not because he thought he was too pleasant to portray a dark character. We're, Whoop, just, we're moving right on from that whoops. one. Whoops. <laughs> um, and because we're close to Halloween here, in the scene from Poltergeist, where Joe Beth Williams swims through a pool of bones and skulls. Really crazy scene. Um, she wasn't diving with props. 
those were real dead bodies. It turns out that buying fake skeletons is more expensive than just going and getting real skeletons. Correct. Horrifying. Totally messed up. Go, go. What do you expect from the guy who made Texas Chainsaw Massacre? He just had him lying around. It's true. We're not going to ask questions. It's a little yuck. But thank you so much for listening. We're so excited for these films. Um, Yeah, but we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.